everyone, and welcome to the Hoops Crew. Uh, this is actually Frank from the future uh, with a quick programming note about this episode. So this episode was actually scheduled to come out uh, in this previous week, uh, but folks... This is our most chaotic episode ever. We had uh, one of our co-hosts had to leave early. Another co-host had some technical issues. Then we had my internet drop at the end. We actually got back on the Zoom and recorded the end, but the recording uh, did not work. Uh, So what you're about to hear is what I was able to salvage, uh, and then a couple of audio clips uh, from Mitch and uh, Matt at the end, uh, and I just wanted to give you that heads up uh, before this episode got started. It's a really fun episode. It's, uh, like I said, our most chaotic episode ever. I hope you enjoy. And now, Air Bud. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hoops Crew. It's happy slappy time. I'm Frank Severich, and you probably never heard of me, but that's okay, because we are here today to talk about a very important film, the 1996, 97 film, Air Bud. Uh, But before we get there, just a few items of housekeeping. Uh, First of all, I want to uh, wish a very warm welcome to our listeners abroad. Uh, We have a listener in the UK, so uh, top of the morning to you, Governor. And our listener in Poland, we're sending warm wishes your way. Uh, And to everybody who's joining the Hoops crew, whether you're foreign or, uh, or domestic, uh, you're, you're, you're all a member of the crew. Uh, what else do I have to say? Ah, yes, of course, uh, she cannot be here today, unfortunately, but we do want to give a shout out to Michelle Yo, who is sort of the unofficial sixth co-host of the podcast. Uh, I think she will be joining us next week for White Men Can't Jump, uh, but, uh, we will, uh, we'll have to see. Uh, and yeah, I think, I think that's it in terms of, uh, housekeeping. So let's just get on into it and welcome, uh, my amazing co-host. Now, unfortunately, Mary Catherine can't join us this week, uh, but we are thrilled to welcome Chloe Michaela. Hello, Chloe. How are you? Um, I'm great. Uh, yeah, I'm great. I'm, I'm ready. You're sort of the air bud of this podcast, you know? Am I? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. I okay. It's you love okay. pudding. I don't, but <laughs> um and yeah, it's interesting that you say I'm the airbud of this podcast because I'm about to probably not say the best things about Airbud the movie. That's fine. <laughs> this is this is not a you know what? This is not a great movie, but I would say it's an entertaining movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sets up unrealistic expectations for golden retrievers everywhere. <laughs> but yes, 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 it's a yes. great, it's a great movie. But I'm happy to be here. We're we're very happy to have you. Uh and and let's bring in uh my next co-host, uh Matt Sparacino. Hello, Matt Sparacino. How are you? Hello, Frank Severich. I'm doing very well. Very well. DC was um just under siege. This afternoon and evening uh, by a tornado watch, 
and severe thunderstorms. Um, but you know, we made it through, we persist and, uh, I made it to the air bud pod and that's really all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. You know, as you were battening down the hatches and, you know, gusts of wind were passing by you, I'm sure that was all that was on your mind was the air bud podcast uh, you know, that we had to record. I got to say, uh, so we're recording this on a Monday. I watched Air Bud yesterday, Sunday uh-huh. evening, and I almost put it off till today. I almost was like, you know, I'll, I'll watch it uh, after work Monday. And then as my power was flickering, I thought wow. to myself, man, really dodged a bullet here because I think to really appreciate Air Bud, you really need to see it start to finish unimpeded, no pauses. Absolutely. No- because the, the the film has a, a rhythm and a, a flow to it that you you kind of just need to take it all in. So it's, it's like the Citizen Kane of uh, dogs that play basketball movies. Dog, you know? dog sports. I think you get yeah, to play dog, dog sports, sports just yeah. generally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Chloe's shaking her head. <laughs> it's, well, I'm sh- it's shaking my head for so many reasons. We'll get into it. But also, I want to say for the tornado warning, the amount of tornado warnings I slept through in D.C. <laughs> <laughs> and I have lived to tell the tale. I have woken up to, to trees in the middle of the street. I'm like, oh, that was real. <laughs> anyway. Oops. Um, well, let's welcome uh, a tornado of a guest. Uh, coming to us live from the Big Apple, uh, it's uh, a, a returning champion to the Hoops crew. Uh, fans love him, and they've been demanding him. Uh, Mitch Lerner. Hello, Mitch. How are you? Hello. Hello. It is so good to see you, Frank, Matt, Chloe. I am honored to be here to talk about Air Bud with you. And I, in that's like what you said, New York City, baby, just saw some lightning out my window. So we might be getting that weather that just passed through you. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) Don't sleep through it. It's real, apparently. (laughs) I, I was in Brooklyn years ago and a tree hit the uh hit the brownstone that i was in in the room oh, that i right. was in and it like broke the windows and i was Whoa. i had i minutes earlier had been by the windows instead i was on the other side of the room but a tree broke into this brownstone um while we had a tornado warning in brooklyn so that shit is real and it caused like structural damage too right yeah, the 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 roof was a mess. It you know it went through windows in the brownstone. It was a it was a disaster. Wow. Well, you know, so you not weren't, a, you weren't able to sleep through it. Uh, no, not that one. But all the other ones, no problem. I mean, and like <laughs> if another tree comes through, I'll totally just sleep through because you know, been there, done that. Well, Mitch Chicago is about to was move. Full on pitch black one time for a tornado warning, and I was like, no. <laughs> Yeah, it's mm. going to be fine. It's, it's going to be fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Let's it's go just, to an outdoor just... bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, who's ready to grill? You know, that's where we're at. Mitch is about to trade tornadoes for earthquakes because he's about to move back to Los Angeles uh, in oh a couple months here. Yeah. I will take a tornado over a f- an earthquake. And the uh, the idea, the thought of potentially falling to Earth's core is terrifying. <laughs> that's interesting. I'm I more scared little... of tornadoes. I'm, I I'm think less there's a little relief. For some reason. There's a yeah. little relief in the idea of falling into the Earth's core. It's just <laughs> sort of like back, back to home, you know, uh, hmm. back to the primordial soup from which we came. We may, we, we might need to go down there and just like hang out in order to heal as a, as a world. 
Chloe, do you have a rebuttal? Absolutely not, Mitch. Absolutely. You can <laughs> you can go into a basement. You can go into a ditch. You can. There are several ways to avoid a. T- you can sometimes drive and outrun a tornado. An earthquake, it hits you. You're fallen. You can't. You can't climb out of Earth's core. You you mm. can't. You can't do it. Sh- stuff's falling on you. The grounds no. And you can't sweet drive relief. anywhere. Sweet sweet get- relief. <laughs> mm. Mm. Mitch, that is a hot take, buddy. I'm so good. Hey. That's that's what we're all about. Hot takes and buddies. Buddy the dogs. Hey, great transition. And speaking of hot takes, Chloe is only able to join us for the first uh, chunk, I would say, of this podcast. Mm -hmm. So I want to throw things to you first, Chloe. We're going to do things a little a little differently today. I just want to like I just want to check in. How are you feeling? How was your watch? What was your relationship with Airbud? Like, did you see this movie when you were a child? Yes. So I saw this movie when I was a kid and I absolutely loved it. Like the musical score, what I will say is it still got to my little heartstrings. Like yes. I, yeah. I, I was kind of like taken back when I heard the musical score. They're like, oh my God. Yes. Like I have feelings like, oh my God, this is a moment. He, his dad is dead. He has no friends. He kind of forgot how to play basketball. Now he's best yeah. friends with a dog and now he can play basketball. You know, I, I, yes, I watched this as a child. As an adult <laughs> watching this. To me, it does not hold up. I thought it was awful. The only thing that like I kind of got me through was the fact that I was like, well, I have to talk about this on the podcast, so I should probably finish watching this (laughs) because if I didn't, I would have stopped after like five minutes in. And my roommate, who had never seen her, but she was like, oh, I'll watch it with you. And I was like, "Okay, just to warn you, it's like a bootleg version off of YouTube because I refuse to pay money to watch this 97 film. And she couldn't make it past the first five minutes. She was like, oh, my God, I'm good. And Harvey Weinstein produced it. Right. It's a Harvey Weinstein joint. Yeah. Which made sense with the clown. And I was like, oh, my God. And I don't like it. It was just so funny to me that like. People just accepted the fact that this dog was going to play on the basketball team. Yeah. Like in in the game. Like immediately. Immediately. And the crowd's into it. Everybody's fine with it. You know, it's not immediate. There's a discussion that takes place. They do check the rules. They check the rule book. (laughs) They check the rule book in quotation mark. And then the whole rebuttal was like, well, you're afraid to get beat by a dog. And I was like, and it I, worked. It fucking it did, worked did, on those guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> idiots. <laughs> it was like, and then like, I just felt like afterwards, I was like, this is setting up such unrealistic expectations for golden retrievers. And I remember that because when I was a kid, I was like, I want a dog. And my mom was like, you do know dogs don't do that. It's just buddy. Yeah. And uh, the a trainer. special dog. Yeah. It was a special mm-hmm. dog. Um, yeah, I mean, I love their little like relationship. It was just like it. <laughs> I couldn't get over how Josh just like found this abandoned place and then somehow yeah. by himself was able to create it into a really great basketball uh, arena, whatever the fuck, yeah. on his own. Yeah, Josh is low key one of the most resourceful people ever in yes. cinema. Yes, I know. yeah, he got a lot yeah. done. 
He was beautiful view there at the court too. Gorgeous view. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he does landscaping. He does mm-hmm. um, all of it. He, he does paint work. He does all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Construction. What repairs. I will say though, mm-hmm. what I was surprised by, given the fact that this is a '97 film. <laughs> Like, I shouldn't have been laughing, but I was like, they really were like, we're not going to beat around the bush. We're going to show you the coach abusing this child. Yes. Holy shit. Like, they didn't sugarcoat it at all. And like, the fact that, but it was like extra wild when like the buddy noticed it. And then Josh was like, what's going on? And then the mom's like, ooh, that's not good. And like, nobody said anything until the principal or whatever came in and was like, that's enough. Go home. And I'm like, what? To and her then, credit, she fires the coach immediately. Immediately. True. It's amazing. True. It's absolutely yes. amazing. I was just like, that doesn't happen in present day. This is crazy. <laughs> like, th- it's crazy to be like, oh, I, know. I was anything. worried about that because it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't clear. immediately they don't, clear. They don't yeah. say that she well, fired the coach. Yeah. We're and going to take they, two weeks to think about it. Suspend <laughs> him with pay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so glad, Chloe, that you brought this up while we have you, because I, I really wanted to hear your take on this, because the, the theme of like coaches being too hard on players has come up while we've been doing these pods. Mm-hmm. This was like such an extreme example. This movie had really like, and it's a kid's movie, but it had really like basic kind of childish villains and like one dimensional evil characters. Yeah. And the coach, the original coach was definitely one. I'm sorry. Are you saying saying that Norm Snively is a one dimensional character? What a name. (laughs) Norm. I think his middle initial was F. Norm F. Snively. (laughs) I I do me, I do, do you, like. Do you think that guy's the hero or the villain of the story? <laughs> he is completely wronged by the legal system at the end of the movie. Everyone is just like it doesn't matter that this is obviously your dog. <laughs> like, and the, and the ju- the last line of the movie is, "Will somebody suppress that clown?" <laughs> and they and he gets carried <laughs> off by three police away. officers. <laughs> yeah, which like. I that that little ending to that moment, I was like, I was I understood why because of the association with the dog in the newspaper. But I was like, and for the dramatics, but I was like, let's not kid ourselves. And that buddy would immediately run over to Josh uh, and he's just like, buddy, come here. And he's yeah, like yeah, yeah, conflicted yeah, yeah. and looking back and forth. I was like, if you don't run over to Josh right now and stop being dramatic, because you know damn well you don't want to run back to that clown. And the clown's incentive yeah. is you taking the thing that it's he abuses abuse. the dog out yeah. of and is like, come on over and I'll hit you. And <laughs> the dog is just so smart. The d- buddy is so buddy is so smart that he's like, I'm going to come over here and show this uh, piece of shit clown a lesson by destroying mm-hmm. the very thing that abused me. I was like, yep. no. Yep. No. That's called a payoff. That's yeah. called screenwriting right there. It's Oof, maybe. Just- <laughs> <laughs> they were and the and the coach that they replaced him with, first of all, I his little eerie um entrance when he's like in the washroom and he's just like in like uh like it kind of like in dark lighting, but he's just talking to himself, <laughs> but like talking to Josh, and then he's like twisting a light bulb or some shit, so and weird. he's like offering up words of wisdom. And I was like, Are you he's the janitor, right? I was zoning mm-hmm. out so many times. Facilities, so that, no. maybe yeah. equipment, something. Him, which I'm like, this is amazing. You're 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 talking about Arthur Cheney, of course. Yes, of the, the 1970 yes. or 1954 
uh, New York Knicks, I believe. Which doesn't mm-hmm. yes. make sense because I was like, why is Arthur Cheney a janitor? Right. Why? Yes, is I had the same question. They, they didn't have janitor. the internet back then, so no one could check to see that this right. guy was a super famous basketball player. Do they have right. resumes though? Did they? <laughs> did he? How like, is he poor? He How is he this broke? Like, it's not making. You know, mm. broke. I I even understand broke because I, I thought about that. And basketball players in the fifties and sixties didn't make a lot of money, but like. Wouldn't he be at least like the PE teacher or like you would think you so. know um, I, he was he was running from his past he was running from that selfish was. guy Arthur yeah. Cheney so he could become the yeah. uh, magical janitor yes the magical yes. janitor yes it was second just... movie on our list with a magical black character by the way what was yeah. the first one oh oh Sandlot of course yeah yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. really what it was giving and I was like you could have just have like. B- hired him as the new coach and not made him this mysterious janitor. Yes. Man. Like, you know what I mean? They, I was they like, could why? Have cut the whole uh, abuse of a child <laughs> plot line, which is very upsetting. And then just had him be the coach the whole time. The coach the whole time. And the yeah. kid just discovers that he's a former Nick. And that's like the little like, you know, yeah. reveal we get about his character or whatever. I just All- felt like there was just so like my my last few words with it. I and I understand because it's like a movie, but like there was a moment where I was like, what the fuck was going on in the 90s? Like, sure. What was happening here because of everything that is happening in this movie? Like the like the the suspense it was like the suspension of disbelief right because we have this dog playing basketball and it's sure. amazing while also sprinkling in real world shit with like yeah. abuse by a coach and all of these other things and i'm like oh my god we were the 90s we were not well no we were not well we we did not know how to properly like do escapism with shit um so I, that's what i tend to agree I, I tend the to movies agree. Did not, yeah, the movies didn't fare well in a unipolar world. Yeah, yeah right. Yes, exactly. Um, Chloe, I know you have to hop here in, in a minute or so. Do you have any hoopers or poopers for this movie? And how would you rate this movie out of five paws? Five paws? Mm-hmm. God, I'd give it one paw. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, I truly, damn! I had to, I had to start and stop and start. I had to rewind because I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so bored." I was like, "What is happening?" And then like the abuse happened. I was like, "Oh my god, are we well as a society?" The answer is no. So, um, yeah, one paw, and poop. Uh, well, pooper definitely the clown, definitely sure. Uh, the abusive coach. Um, the pooper is the newspaper. Um. <laughs> The yeah, I'm gonna go with the Hooper, which like also unrealistic as fuck. <laughs> the judge, I was like, oh, there is great. no judge. The, the British no. judge, the best. Yeah. He's yes. so good. He's so oh. funny. Those but- are lifetime appointments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he was lifetime from the Revolutionary War then, Jeez. because he's a he's a Brit who was. Rooting for the the Knicks in the fifties, he was so yeah. ridiculous. I he loved was, him. He was at a game in the fifties with his wife, and he, he spilled beer all game. over his wife. Oh, yeah, sure. His wife. Now he's pond. a judge in Washington State. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just doesn't. What make a life! 
sense. And <laughs> uh, I'd go Hooper. I mean, you know, I'll give it to Airbot. I'll give it to Buddy. You know, he yeah. was, he was, he's a good boy. He was a good boy, and like to be honest, Buddy was kind of hooping for his life. He literally was like, if I he was, shots, he was hooping for his freedom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he was hooping hard. Um, and I'll give it to Josh. You know, I think Josh was a hooper. He's a good kid. He was going through it. He was a very good kid. He's very resourceful. Um, and honestly, his mom kind of worried me a little bit parent wise because she literally is like, I don't know what's wrong with my child. And then like yeah. her child would just like disappear for hours. And I was like, you do. Do you know where your son is? Do you know what he's doing? His his father slash her husband passed away a year ago. She's still wearing the ring and she's mm-hmm. just kind of like, I don't know what's wrong with this kid. Why is he being so quiet? And and does like a like you need to get over it speech to him. Like, yeah. like it's crazy. And then when he has need to a go dog, to school and just get over it, you know? Smile, fit in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the fact that she's just like, um, like when he finds a dog and you can clearly see that he's so I mean, she eventually does the right thing and gives him, you know, for Christmas, gives him buddy. But the work up to it, I get it. But I was like, ma'am, your son is depressed. Mm-hmm. He has found this mm-hmm. dog that brings him happiness. And you're like, no, end of discussion, no. Josh. Yeah. You're not having a yeah. dog. And I'm like, this bitch right here. <laughs> um, so yeah, she's she's like a semi-pooper. She redeemed herself in the end, though. I will say that paint scene gave me such anxiety. <laughs> I was like, I I I mm-mm. mm-mm. That, that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah that, oof, ooh, ooh. There were many moments of him wreaking havoc. A lot of spilling. slapstick. A lot of slapstick. Zero to ten. Yeah. Zero to ten havoc wreaking. <laughs> just like from nothing, just full on like nine stooges in yes. the same place. Yes, women yes. screaming, women shrieking at like the the havoc that he wreaks. Yes. There yeah. was my favorite slapstick slapstick sequence was when um Buddy joins the game the first time and the referees are running all over the place trying to get the ball. And it's like, and they're like slipping all over the place. And the audience is sitting there like, oh, I hated it. I hated every moment of it. I was um, like, this is not funny. I was like, does anybody here know what comedy is? But I'm sure, like, as a kid, I was like, this is so great. And I'm like, this is like, I wonder what I want to know is I want to know what parents in the 90s thought when they were watching this. That's what I want to know. Like, what did actual adults think? It 90s? has a, like a 45 or something on Rotten Tomatoes, which seems high. Uh, but like, you know, it is a green, you know, it is a rotten. It's tomato, a rotten movie. Yeah. But. Can you can you imagine the just being like a critic watching it, just absolutely panning it? And then I don't know what this did at the box office, but I think it was a lot. Would you did like well. to know? Yes. Did very well. I, yes. I Tell think me it made yes two, go. So the budget was four million. What would you like to guess how much it made? A hundred? No. 40, 48. It made it, it was lower. So the budget was three million. Excuse me. The budget was three million. It made 28 million. So it did very, very well, but it was not like a huge hit. But then it it had a great life on like home video and Disney. The first time I saw this was on Disney Channel. I remember distinctly the first time I watched this was well, on Disney it, Channel. It spawned a huge franchise too. So you know it was a, a very profitable movie. 
Um, probably because of that budget. It got even more annoying. I was like, can we put this to rest? Well, and at least a million dollars of that $3 million budget had to go to the hat budget alone. Um, Lots of hats in this movie. Yeah, I think so. Um, Lots of good costuming choices, I think, in general. Chloe, before you leave, because I know you have to drop Mm -hmm. here, I do want to share just really quickly uh, mm-hmm. This movie did make me cry. Okay. Uh, bye, Chloe. <laughs> Talk to you it later. made you cry? <laughs> bye, Chloe. Today in present day. In la- present la- day. Last night, it did make it me ma- cry. At what scene? When he does the, go on, get. Um, oh, he made him leave. Get out of here, you stupid dog. Yeah, and then he, he gets on the ferry. And then the, do- the dog, the dog comes after him and starts swimming towards him. Fucking that, jo- Josh. That is Fuck sad. You, Josh. That, is, that is sad. That Fucking was a Josh. sad moment. And I cried as a kid. That was a sad moment. As an mm-hmm. adult. Mm-hmm. As a 36 year old man. <laughs> no. <thanks. laughs> I couldn't get over the lapse in logic there. I was just like, wait, hang on. It's, so yeah. you steal the dog. You steal yeah. the dog just to abandon him in wildlife. Island. Yes. <laughs> you're just you're just gonna kill this dog. You're just being yeah. like, Very don't strange. let yeah. I don't want him to kill the dog. I will kill the dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna leave him out here. And then he took a water taxi that he happened to like jump on and like yeah. tip this like out of work fisherman to to bring him to <laughs> and from. Time. No questions, just thanks and a fiver. And like the- <laughs> I mean. Josh is a fucking superhero. That's he's like low key John Wick. That guy, just... that guy uh, guiding the the water taxi. He had such a like vibe. He had like this big he coat had this on trench and... coat, and he, he was kind of glowering like, a little very bit. Surly. Yeah. Did not blink when a truck with a clown head on it flew <laughs> into the water right before. Yes. Bye. The clown is bye, Chloe. Bye, Chloe. Uh, bye. One paw. Um, cats roll, dogs roll. Bye. Oh, that's what this is. That's what this is. This is all a part. Oh my goodness. That's what this. One host leaves and another host joins. Greg Toomey is just joining the call. Um, but we're gonna keep this party really going. Amazing, amazing timing. Incredible like, timing. Can we? Can we? Now that uh, now that that Chloe has dropped, can we take a step back and go through kind of our our just stat check of the film? Of um, course, yeah. Quick get plot into overview. It. Yeah. Give, give Greg some time to get situated. Hey, yeah. Greg, how you doing? Uh, sound good. How am I sounding on here? I feel like I'm coming in. Didn't get you. To sound great. You sound beautiful. You're coming in sounded real good. Yeah, uh, and. All keep it yeah like maybe right there oh was that oh oh yeah no that's great okay you sound good buddy you're in the right place you're in the right place greg did you watch Airbud? i did what'd you think the support group (laughs) i well i mean go ahead and do your uh yeah okay okay all right so we're we're here to talk about the 1997 film Airbud. um yeah, this film. So it's interesting. I don't recall seeing this film, and I thought this film was about, and our conversation so far would have you think the film is about a dog who plays basketball. 
It's not real. It sort of is at the very end. That's where the film ends, (laughs) but like, yeah, end like the very end, the resolution of the film. But this film is really one hour and twenty minutes and thirty eight seconds in is when they say you can't find anything in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball. So it is that's an actual timestamp. Yes, that's the timestamp. It's 44 minutes and 32 seconds in that Buddy makes his first basket. (laughs) So this and, you know, films moved at a different pace back then. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Frank, you just said 20 minutes in goes into this film is an hour and 38 minutes. So really the last 15 minutes or so. Yes. What this film is have a dog buddy it clown named what's what's his name frank uh norm snively we're also getting like every fifth word i think that you're saying right now um if you want to if uh so norm snively jesus he plays happy slappy do you want to give it another go yeah i'll give it another go so buddy is partnered with this clown happy slappy they do tricks (laughs) together one day buddy falls off the oh, truck a terrible scene a fucking awful scene he was Brutal. on the way to the he was on the way to the pound anyway. pound yes exactly well, there's there was really no way yeah. to, to know he was on the way to the pound of, oh, like as a it's, as a kid who finds a dog right it's, that's true yeah yeah it's a little unclear and maybe here rather than me talking through it why don't we just start at the top i'll give a just a couple more quick stats about the film stars michael jeter kevin zegers wendy mckenna bill cobbs as arthur cheney and eric christmas as the judge this film was not nominated for any oscars what please discuss no that's not true robbery you're lying you know it on the imdb page it says four awards and three nominations and i assume those were uh related to the academy awards but it looks like they are not did it get best in show or (laughs) yeah hey there you go that's good dog humor right there greg um greg you're coming in uh, hot and fresh here Uh, how was your watch how are you feeling coming into today Honestly, I was surprised. I hadn't seen that movie in, I know you said it when it came out, but I already forgot. But, 97. Uh, I don't even, I don't I definitely didn't see it in theaters that I can remember, but damn, that's three years later they had remembered the Titans was out or, or four. That's rough. Yeah, yeah. Three years no before pun, no Remember the Titans. Seven, that is rough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah Clinton's it, in his second term. Yeah. It, it just, it didn't, uh, it wasn't as bad as I re- was this expecting is, it to be. This is a tale of two halves of a podcast because you don't know mm-hmm. this, but literally right <laughs> as you were signing on, Chloe was signing off and okay. Chloe gave this movie one paw out of five okay. paws and, and hated this movie. Um, so this is really, you know, we're really getting, uh, a, a yeah. diversity of opinion here on this on this piece of cinema. I think there's a sweet movie in there. Okay, the the thing that was the like the first ten minute sequence with Joaquin Phoenix 
in the the one oh. <laughs> like the, the clown prequel to Batman, the Joker <laughs> sequence. Like it, that was the worst part for me because he. So the begin, you know, did, I don't know if we're going to go into it step by step, but the first uh, scene is, you know, uh, I don't know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? Clown, you know, he's Get doing in the there, show, yeah. And I don't know why, but he's having a terrible show. He's, you know, he's like, he's not able to I make I think he's just a sucks. shitty clown. He's a shitty, he's a bad, clown. bad clown who sucks at sure, his job. Sure, sure. But, but, he lost the love for clowning a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then the dog, he brings a dog on. The kids love the dog. Yes. But then the dog does a trick and the ball, the ball hits the guy in the face, but the kids still liked it. And he. Yeah. The trick kills. The trick <laughs> crushes. Yeah. 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 And, and he's offended. Yes. Yeah. And then he chases the dog all over the place and then falls into the cake. A lot he of slips like, on a banana peel. That was the on a couch. Slips on a banana peel. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> banana peel on the Which, couch. <laughs> there, Frank, you already referenced uh, one of the bits. There are some great slapstick bits there's in some this classic movie. bits in this movie classic fucking starting bits. with the banana peel i forgot about the banana peel that's incredible you have a cake go airborne it's just it's really you're hitting all yeah. the marks kids screaming a lot of really good bits yeah so anyways that part really pissed me off i just because <laughs> the, the, the setup to get the dog to be like you know on its own yeah i mean you and he was abusive so he has a newspaper and that's like a big part sure. of it. It's a, he's showing, you know, he keeps waving the newspaper in his face. Ah, I'm going to, you know, if you don't yeah. do this good job, you're going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be front page for your back side. Back end. Know. Yeah. Yeah. There's something there. Yeah. But yeah. So anyways, the premise there to get us there, uh, I really hated and I was really worried. But then you get like 45 minutes of this sweet, like boy meets dog. Yeah thing and he's you know his dad passed away and he loves basketball and he finds his court so honestly i really liked most of that part i agree so, and that's that's mainly what the movie is about yeah. it's not about the dog playing basketball or even right. the kid the kid plays more than the dog does but it's really about the two of them like finding each other in their relationship it's kind of sweet i yeah, totally really agree was. um go ahead mitch well, just, you know, we know the dad died because as the kid is unboxing his things, the first thing that he takes out is a framed <laughs> newspaper <laughs> article yes. that says, like, test pilot killed and it, dies. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's right. Just, the idea yeah, test, that this kid. Test pilot. Yeah. You got you got to frame wall. that. That's a framer, yeah. you know. <laughs> That's a framer. Here and I had the same exact observation, Mitch. Right. Like and and we all, we also were like, well, who knows? Like people, you know, grieve in different grief. ways. Yeah. But it did seem like a strange detail. It definitely seemed like more of like a writer detail than uh yeah, than exposition. something a kid would do. <laughs> there was a lot of that in this movie. A lot That's of things an exposition like, I'm not trick sure. there these actions were properly motivated. <laughs> Do you th yeah. think that this was an AI-generated script? Well, I can tell you a little bit about the script uh, process for this movie if you want to hear about it. I can tell you the next Air Buddies movie is going to be an AI-generated script. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay, so I read a Newsweek article on the 20th anniversary of Air Bud. Uh, with happy the... Air Bud Day. Happy Air Bud Day uh, to those who celebrate. 
And um, it's an interview with the director. And the first question is, how on earth did you get chosen to direct a movie about a dog who plays basketball? And he says, it's a strange story. I was living in Canada, uh, yada, yada, yada. He was act. He was an actor and director. He got to know the producers. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, one of the producers came to him because uh, they knew he was a director and said, we've got this movie about a dog that plays basketball. Would you be interested in looking at it and maybe directing it? And the guy said, no, he, he read the script. He passed. <laughs> he didn't want to do it. He thought it sounded silly. Uh, a dog's a dog playing basketball. Uh, but Bill and I remained I've never friends. Heard of such a thing. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> they remained friends. He kept checking in. And then the guy who went on to direct it started thinking about it more and more. And he went back and he said, if you let me work on this and turn it from a gimmick movie into a really honest story of a boy and his dog, with no CGI, nothing fake, and we emphasize the boy and his dog, I'd be willing to do it. And so they say yes. Wow. He works with the screenwriters. They completely they completely rewrite the movie <laughs> to make wow. it a, a, a boy and his dog story. Uh, they make it for a very low m budget. And um, yeah, they they uh, he had the idea for the fact that it would be a circus dog who does this trick, the the bouncing the sure. ball off his nose thing classic and uh so i guess there's a version i guess whatever the first version of this movie was was like a cgi dribbling dog dog <laughs> which which would be that, great that explains why they skip over the entire basketball season yes. like, <laughs> yeah at, at the end of at the end of it the coach is giving the talk and he's like these have been the best months of my life I know. months <laughs> <laughs> Weeks is when, this? when did months go by? It took over halfway through the season. The next, the next question in this it's, article is: Are you a dog lover? And he says, "I'm not a huge dog lover. No," <laughs> which I just really liked. It's He's good. never it, it owned a dog. Objective. Yeah. Let's him. Let's him take an objective eye toward his work. It, uh, Frank. It's fun to hear you say that though, because there was notably a line in the credits about. You know, there was no, I can't remember exactly what it was phrased as, but there was no CGI. There was no special effects used in the basketball scenes. It was all stunts with a dog mm -hmm. or maybe multiple dogs. Mm -hmm. And it's really impressive, honestly. It is. It, 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 the dog's a good boy. Does anyone want to guess the tagline for this movie? It's a pretty good one. I, I saw it. I think I know it. So I'm going to pass. Okay. Mitch, we're Greg. Playing, oh, we're playing uh, basketballs. That's Ooh. that's good. It's not that, but that's a good guess. Mitch, do you have a guess? Hair Jordan. That's also good. Those, those are but it is not better. that. That those are both good. Those are both better. This is is it? This is the tagline. Yeah. He sits, he stays, he shoots, he scores. Air Bud. That's not All right, okay. It's fine. Pretty yeah. much it's pretty much the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty much what happens in the movie. That's pretty much the movie. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to try? Do you guys want to play a little game? Yeah. Do you want to try oh, to yeah. guess um, the names of all of the Airbud movies to see how many um, you can name? No. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah, we don't have to do that. <laughs> okay. I, I can. I'll get none of them. But but it'll be fun. How many are I, there? Yeah. I got a couple. I can I can do a couple. Let's go. Okay. Okay. 
I'll I'll throw one out right now. Okay. Uh, uh, Airbud wide receiver. Nope. That's no, the golden correct. receiver. Golden, golden receiver. receiver. See, I already fucked right it up. Yep. There we go. That one apparently came out in theaters. Uh, and now, you're not including like the paw troops or whatever, like those. The Air Buddies. Yeah. Uh, Air we could paw name troops. the Air Buddy movies. There there are th- three more mainline Air okay. Bud movies. Um. I think I have another one. Go ahead, Matt. We'll see. Uh, seventh inning fetch. That's correct. Two thousand two. Air Bud. You know, in in the um in the shadow of nine eleven, uh, America needed uh some comfort, and uh, yeah. Air Bud was back to play some baseball, and it looks like he played baseball with a raccoon, uh, based on the poster image that I'm looking at right now. So it's America's pastime, baby. Wow. <laughs> That's right. Uh, um, do more. Doesn't George Air Bud. W. Bush have a cameo in that film? <laughs> he's the um, he's the abusive coach. <laughs> Jesus. Now, is there a volleyball one? There is. There is a volleyball one. Do you want to guess what the name I mean, of? I think Mitch had that. It's not as good as the other one, which is a soccer one. The soccer one is pretty. It's a pretty much one to one. Um, Air, is it Airbud gets fixed at the net? <laughs> <laughs> uh, close. Any other is guesses it, for the volleyball one? Uh, Spike something with Spike. Yes, Airbud spikes back. Okay, That's which I, good. I, but it's all right. Nice. It's a little I mean, sweaty. It has nothing to do with a dog, though. Well, that's what I, I guess. Spike is a common well, name kind of, but... for a dog. Yeah, mm, I don't know. No, that's weak. All right, the, the soccer, soccer one. one is is it better? I, I'm kind of like is. dancing around that one in my head, but I can't. Uh, it is. Pause. Yeah, I, it, ah, you're close. Penalty something. Um, it is Airbud World Pup. Airbud no, okay. World, World Pup. Pup. Yeah, that's okay. pretty good. Which I think is the um, the uh, first movie to introduce the Air Buddies, uh, which of course yeah. are Airbuds puppies, uh, which have gone on to have a great career. Uh, Air Buddies, Snow Buddies, Space Buddies, Santa Buddies, Spooky Buddies, Treasure Buddies, Super Buddies, and then of course the Santa Paws series, uh, the Search for Santa Paws, and Santa Paws to the Santa Pups. Um, you know, I know we all know these movies. Um, I, I'm not telling you anything you don't names. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Everyone yeah. is is very yeah. familiar with the, but it, it's an impressive, you know, just to hear them listed off. They really had this down even before the MCU or any yes. of these other <laughs> franchises. Airbud really paved the way for yeah. how IP should be done. How much it, money? Okay, so as of March 2014. How much money do you think those twelve films have grossed uh, in in total? Uh, uh, two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Two hundred and twenty million dollars. That's wow. pretty good. It's pretty good. It's like almost a, a quarter billy there. A quarter for billy. Walt Disney Corporation. Which, by the way, so what's yeah. the deal? Why the that? Air Buddies oh my are all God. on Disney Plus? But the Airbud films, the like original '90s movies, are not. Where, what is where, the deal with this? Where is fucking Bob Iger on this? I want someone to get Iger Bob on Iger on the line. 
I, I, I need him on the horn now. I thought he was supposed to be turning things around at the House of Mouse, but it's looking like a house of clowns right now. Uh, uh, yes, hello? Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh Bob. Incoming. Bob. Hi, Bob. Yes, hi. Hi, hello. Oh, I love your I love your podcast. I'm a, I'm a big, big fan. Really? Really? Yes. Wow, thank you so much. I, I, lo- I love you, the hoops basket chat. <laughs> thank, close enough. Close enough. Yeah, we'll um, take it. Mr. Iger, we were just wondering... Uh, you know, we give noticed- me your money. Give me all your money. I need your money. Give it to me. Yum, 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 yum. I want your money. Uh, we were just wondering why the Airbud not- movie isn't on Disney Plus. Money, 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 money. Mm, yay, tasty. Well, you, could, you could put it on to to rent, like you could like a pay to play. Sure, oh. I like yeah. it. Ooh. I don't like, have to pay the like actors, the pay. do I? You like. <laughs> You might. Well, the dog's probably not. That dog's got to be dead, right? And we'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) it. That dog, let's do it. Thank you, Bob Iger. Oh, yeah. Thank you to the lifespan of a dog. (laughs) (laughs) If only your lifespan were so short, sir. Thank you so much for stopping. I I, got to go. The island. The island. I'm at the island. Oh, no. (laughs) Jeffrey. Okay. I'll see you later. Oh, no. Oh, no. At Little St. James. All right. Um, took the Lolita Express out there. Um, well, uh, great. Uh, so, Air Bud. Um, what, what else to say? say? You know what else? Can so, we do a w- favorite, like, favorite moment and, and worst and least favorite moment? Um, uh, no. <laughs> no. Any suggestions I, anyone makes? I really liked... I think, I think this was like a, a silly... I think this was maybe unintentionally funny, but also kind of sweet. So when uh, Josh first meets Buddy, he like tries to get him co- to come out with the pudding and yeah. Buddy comes mm-hmm. out and eats the pudding and then runs away. And then Josh goes home and he's like sad and he's eating SpaghettiOs for dinner. And he, yes. and he, he made the SpaghettiOs into the shape of a dog. <laughs> Into oh, the shape of a fucking that. monster <laughs> is what count, it looked like. In count in close encounters of the third kind, yes. this is a a kiss to Spielberg yes. in the middle of this movie. Yeah. It's so funny. It's it's really <laughs> what good. About when the dog is in the house, like when the mom doesn't know, and the they and he runs down, and he's knocking all the paint stuff over. Uh huh. That's good. There's one shot mm-hmm. where it's clearly a person under the sheet. Like oh really? Around. Oh my god! It really, it's really <laughs> creepy. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it's like a person in like maybe wearing like a. T- it's it's yeah, it's pretty rough. How about uh, Josh and the dog-shaped laundry next to him right. when his mom <laughs> like comes that. in and is like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "Nothing." And it's just the the laundry the, the laundry just is in like they might as well have made a mold of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> out of clothes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like okay i'm on enough valium to not notice this and just leaves <laughs> i liked what the about- one kid who had the um artifacts oh. from the basketball players who yes. had stopped through town so we had the lucky orange peel from scotty pippen and the the chewed piece of gum from Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. yeah. And there That's was one day. other one. I thought that was I thought that was genuinely kind of that was funny. I yeah. I also liked that bit. That kid also had a classic '90s like hardcore bowl cut. 
haircut. Yes, yes. an aggressive bowl cut, I would aggressive, say. Aggressive, yeah. uh, a bit of like a Frank Severich circa 2009 <laughs> situation. Um, yeah, definitely. He was a good kid, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This movie, the movie good kids. You don't get to know a lot of the kids in this movie. It's yeah. basically just Josh and the dog that you spend the most time with. You get to know his mom a little bit. His mom. And the coach a the, little bit. And you get the bully, the bully who's oh, the dad bully is, is a fucking piece of shit. Like, yeah. yeah, but like then they introduce his dad who's like worse and it's like <laughs> yes, okay, yeah. Yeah. we we get it. Yeah. But they never you know, I Mitch, I thought that they were going to do that thing of like, oh, it's not the kid's fault. His dad's a piece of shit. But the kid was never really absolved. Like I thought he was. He says nice shot at the end to the team. He does. Yeah. He did. You're right. Yeah. He gets that little moment. But so so after uh, uh, Buddy and Josh like start to become close, and finally Buddy gets adopted. Josh is getting closer with the kids on the team, and this kid Larry is such a piece of shit. He's the star of the team. He thinks he's the best. He bosses other people around. And thankfully, he doesn't last because once they get the new coach on the team, um, Arthur Cheney, the former player, he doesn't stand for that shit anymore. And that's when the team starts to come together once they become more of a team and get rid of this like alpha who's trying to hog out the glory. I wrote that, this quote down that the coach get, says uh, in that first thing where he's addressing the team and they really start to become a team. He says, a ball is nothing but rubber and air. Basketball yeah. is what you do with it. Which is good. That's a good line. It's good. He has That's these kids good. playing some, some classic improv games. They're playing. <laughs> and this is the Larry, the, style. the quote yeah. unquote star. It's UCB style. He gets so frustrated. He doesn't want to play with the imaginary ball. And it's really good coaching and like good teaching mm-hmm. by this by this guy. Like, because he does get the kids to buy into passing and to buy into like the energy that that comes with being a team and the back and forth and all, all that. And it's a great example of like a team being better than the sum of its parts. He really squandered the last 50 years eerily changing light bulbs in this high school. He's an excellent teacher. Really did. Really did. Right. His, right. his skills were not recognized. Um, the, the bully kid also fouls Air Bud in the game. That's so fucked Terrible. up. Terrible. That's yeah. so fucked Terrible. up. I kind I kind of I don't know. I think you, I think you need to get in the dog's face a little bit. You're, You're playing against the dog. You got to they were letting that dog run all over him. Also, the reaction shots of the coaches. The reaction it's shots so of good. the opposing coaches are so funny. I'm sure they were like just improvise some lines yep. about you got to cover the dog and the only thing the coach kept saying was you got to cover the dog. He couldn't kept think of it. one other fucking thing to say. The only thing I know it was like somebody feed this guy another line at least because you're right. He said it like five times. There's a now, great scene. That was scene. Egon from Ghostbusters, right? That was Egon? No. no. Was it? it? He looked Don't a little play. like Harold Ramis. He, he looked a little bit younger. Harold Ramis. Yeah. I was um, going to ask about yeah. what's with the tr- like the 90s, like or late 80s, like sports movies where it's like the mom moves to a new town with a new job mm. and this is where the job is and it's like they're working at the grocery store like they're it's not like a like it's never like a job 
that you would have to travel to across the country. Like, and how do you even find out? It was like, we're going to hire this woman who lives in Virginia to drive to Seattle. Like, I think we'd find something, you know, what she worked um, for the dent. Like, what was her job? She works for the napkin factory, of Napkins. course. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, they're located in Seattle. We know that. It's the, That's... it's the third largest napkin factory in the United States. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Largest, That's... largest in the Pacific Northwest. That, that I thought was also a genuinely funny line. She's like trying to sell Josh on moving to the new town. And she's like, uh, Oh, honey, didn't you know this is the the napkin factory is the third largest manufacturer of napkins in the United States. And the way that this is delivered, it's the it's a it's a voiceover as they're driving. And so you like and it sounds so disconnected from what you're actually experiencing that it's like this is definitely just like voiceover. It's in the next scene. It's going to it's going to whatever. And then. As the car turns into the driveway, right after she says that, she says, well, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wait, wait. She's actually saying this to the kid as she's driving to this house for the first. (laughs) Oh, no. My internet. Okay. I'm not going to panic. Okay, and there you have it. That was my live reaction to my internet going out. Uh, yeah. Um, so let's get to some of our final thoughts here on this uh, glorious episode. Here is Mitch and Matt in conversation about their hoopers and poopers and scores. Yeah, all right. I think... I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go wild card on my Hooper cuz my Hooper is the actor who played the bad coach. The guy who played the the bad first coach because I think he was trying to do more with that part than was on the paper because what what you get when he like makes him the manager and like the vibe that I got was like this is a tough love coach. This is like a, this is a guy who is, you know, like, yes, he wants to win, but he is like, oh, this guy's new, new at school, right? Like he's, we're going to bring him in and ingratiate himself because the kid, Josh, just goes to the basketball tryout and sits there with his basketball and does nothing the entire try. It's like very school shooter vibes. And instead of... really and instead of like being like you've got a problem he's like come be a manager i can tell you want to be part of this come like warm up be a manager and then it's like nope psych he's just trying to get the free labor out of it and he's an abusive piece of shit and all he cares about is winning so it's like i feel like that actor was uh betrayed by the script um and uh, so I give I, I give my Hooper to, to that guy whose name I did not bother to look up. Um, and uh, my my pooper would probably be um, Josh. Uh, Josh is my pooper for stealing Airbud, for stealing Buddy and then abandoning him on a wildlife preserve. 
I think that is an inexcusable action. I don't care if you're a child. Um, you can't just steal someone's dog and then release it into the wild. You can't. That's not. That's not what you do. I don't. I don't care. Um, so, so I give the evil coach the Hooper, and I give our protagonist Josh the Pooper, and I give this movie two paws. Uh, I'm, I'm still like, uh, reeling from this decision to, to basically make the case that Norm Snively is a better dog owner than Josh Fram. Cause I was not expecting that. Do you, do you know uh, what, when I, do you, when do you know I, what Norm Snively does? He feeds the dog. Okay. He houses the dog. Those are the two things that Josh decided not to do when he took the dog back. <laughs> so yeah. The and abusive clown even is a when better Josh, dog owner. Even when Josh does feed the dog, he feeds this dog a lot of bad stuff. Pudding, famously, pizza, spaghettios. It's a he bad diet. Have his insulin um, pen ready. <laughs> I'll. I'm gonna say this though. I I would go a little bit higher on this movie. I give this movie three stars because I, you know, I I gave the Mighty Ducks three stars a couple weeks ago, and I I like this movie more. Wow. Um, if I'm being honest, and they're both movies that I saw as a kid, but don't have a huge relationship to this movie's way kind of sillier and dumber and childish, but I thought it was more entertaining. And my Hooper of this movie was the bits. I loved the comedy fucking bits in this movie. Cause they kept it moving. They kept it entertaining. Even when there are no dogs playing basketball and nothing is really happening. This movie has, I think, my favorite all-time like film comedy bit, which happens toward the end when the clown Norm Snively is chasing Josh and Buddy. He gets into his car, and he goes to back out of his driveway, and then he drives forward and crashes through a fence. And I love this fucking bit more than I love... Uh, almost anything it's so it gets me every fucking time i jumped out of my seat when it happened because i was so excited i just think it's a great it's a great bit and we already talked about the banana peel and some of the others so i just wanted to shout that out hey matt this is actually frank from the future uh what about your poopers uh yeah your poopers you know, it's. I feel like I got to give it to Larry and his dad. They just, they sucked. And this movie was, they really sucked. His dad in particular. Because you're right. Larry at the end of the game tells Josh good shot. Josh nails a three, wins the game. But his dad is just like vain bulging out of his forehead the whole fucking movie. Screaming at his kids. Screaming at the ref. Screaming at everyone. It's just, you need to take it down a notch. It's like the refs in remember the Titans who rigged the high school game. Just, you know, take a look in the mirror and calm down a little bit. Well, folks, there you have it. Uh, this is a restoration project, a reclamation project. And when we submit the hoops crew for our Peabody this year, uh, this is of course, the episode we will be submitting. Um, thank you for uh, hanging in there with us with some creative editing there at the end. Um, 
But hey, a good time was had by all, I hope. Thank you very much for listening (laughs) to us. Thank you very much for listening to this episode, if you've made it this far. And uh, thank you so much to our our guest, Mitch Lerner. Thank you so much to my amazing co-hosts, Chloe Michaela, Greg Toomey, Matt Sparacino, of course, Mary Catherine Curran as well. And uh, check us out, you know, like us, subscribe, follow us, rate us, review us. Of course, you know, this episode, I think, will be... I bet we're going to get a lot of new listeners from this episode, <laughs> um, cause it, just because it's so accessible. But uh, um, anyway, I uh, just want to say thank you so much. Uh, hope you enjoyed it, and we'll catch you again this week with White Men Can't Jump. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Seacrest out. Bye.